0: Hello, I'm Gary Bembridge, and this is the Marketing Unleashed podcast. The Marketing Unleashed podcast, insights, analysis, and practical advice on all things marketing to help passionate marketeers build their brands better, bigger, and faster. The podcast draws on my 30 years of global marketing experience. Join the debate and get more tips by visiting my site at www. GaryBembridge.com. While there, sign up for the email newsletter, follow me on Twitter and join the Facebook page. But now, let's get Unleashed on marketing. Hi, and on this episode, we're going to be talking again about innovation, innovation, innovation. And on the podcast today, we're going to talk about a thought about how you can generate innovation without having to create something new. And the challenge As always will be at the end of the podcast a question and some action for you to do I'm Gary Bembridge and I'm here to share with you and hopefully cram in over 30 years of global marketing experience into every single podcast and post that I do and today this is a really big one a big thing that I've learned and has actually paid huge dividends for me at various points in my career and one that I'm very very passionate about and it's about interrogation and I believe very strongly that interrogating your product is a really big and positive way to win because you've got to remember that for your consumer, anything new is new. The danger we often have as brand owners, as marketeers, as advertisers, is we always tend to look for the next thing, the new thing. So we get very excited by new products, we get very excited by line extensions. However, remember the consumer is interested in news, and any news is new. So it could be a new way of looking at something, it could be a new story about something, it could be a new claim. And I do think that most marketeers, brand owners, do not spend enough time really thinking about it. And with some discipline, with some enthusiasm, with some creativity, you can actually build your brand without having to change many things. You don't have to necessarily change the production line. You don't have to get new distribution. So basically, your risk—you know—many of those things that actually risk success, you're eliminating to really focus on the story. So it frees up huge amounts of time. And so this really is one of my big, big top tips. And you know, as I mentioned, clearly innovation is very important today and news is very important. It's a very fast changing world. Marketing teams, research and development teams are under constant pressure to find new products, find new extensions. However, nine out of 10 new products and extensions fail in the marketplace. So that means that pretty much every single thing that you're working on will fail. So again, that makes a very strong and compelling play- case for when you have distribution when you have a product which you know people like works how do you find a new spin on it you know new products are a lot of work they cost a lot of time there's huge amounts of resources and as i've mentioned there's a massive massive risk Of course new products are important of course line extensions are going to be important but it's not the only only thing and it's important i think that you reconfigure everyone who's working on a brand or product within the company to think of innovation not just about product changes you know it's a very limited way of thinking about innovation just thinking it's about changing the product You know, a new claim could be innovation, a new benefit from the same product, a new story about how to use the product, new benefits, all these kinds of things could be innovation. So whenever I've run marketing teams, I always challenge them when we know we've got basically a good, solid, safe, whatever product is interrogate it, because you will be very surprised at what you can find if you go in with an open mind. So what I try and do is you sit down with the people, particularly those who know the formulation, who know how the product's made, who know how it's actually manufactured, who know perhaps the safety tests, know the clinicals, know the the kind of supply chain, they know how the ingredients are sourced, you know, get those people together, don't just get the normal people and, you know, spend some time saying actually, Talk to me about how this product is put together. How was it formulated? Where did the ingredients come from? How did you choose those ingredients? Why have you got so many ingredients? So get that sense of how it's all put together. Now, if it's not a product or it's a service, it's a similar question. You know, How is this put together? What was the thinking? What have you used? Why did you do it this way? Why would, do we make it this way? Why do we put the ingredients in this order? Because you may find some unusual elements to that. Coming out of that, say, okay, what is a claim we could make about this product? What is the story we could make about this product? So, it may be about, again, it may be about how the product's made, or it may be actually this product, in addition to doing what it does, also does something else. And we hadn't really thought about that before. Then spend some time looking at documentation and clinicals. You know, spend some time saying, okay, what clinical studies have we done on this product? Or what consumer studies have we done on this product? Or what documentation exists, safety data? Or, or, or historical data or whatever, and spend time really churning through that. So for example, you know, David Ogilvie, the, who created Ogilvie uh, Advertising, in his book Ogilvy on Advertising, he talks about one of his most famous ads, which is a, a print ad for Rolls-Royce, which says, even at 60 miles an hour, all you can hear is the clock ticking. And that was a very, very, very successful ad for him and for Rolls-Royce. And what he would say, is that he found that claim in a te- technical manual that he'd read. He what he did when he was writing the advertising for Rolls Royce is he got very close to the engineers. He got really close to the people who had built and make and designed the Rolls Royce. He didn't just talk to the marketing team. He got really close to the kind of you know excuse me pun the kind of the nuts and bolts. And from that he found the news. He found some nuggets. He found unusual articles because often these people who are so close to the product every day they see things that not necessarily everybody uh, in the marketing team maybe knows or, or sees. You know, keep asking what can we say about this product? What is different about the product? And that's very important. When you talk to the formulators, when you talk to the production team or when you talk to the people who are delivering on the front line, is really say to them what is different from our competition? Why have we formulated it like this versus our competition? Why do we get these ingredients from X place? like a competition? Why do we make it like this? And spend some time really understanding what is different, what is unique, what can only you say about your product. I'll give you an example of, of, of something that I did relatively early on in my career and it's for a product called Johnson's Baby Oil, which many of you will be familiar with the brand, you know, Johnson's Baby Products. And when I first started as a product manager at Johnson & Johnson, one of the products I worked on was Johnson's Baby Oil. And what I was told at the time was, look, you know, basically Johnson's oil, it's it's a mineral oil. Yes, we have a better grade of mineral oil than perhaps the private label, but it's a mineral oil. And we add the very unique Johnson's fragrance. But basically, that's all it is. And it's going to die out as a product because it had seen a big boom. Because it had been used for tanning, so adults had used it, and it was used for tanning. But of course, people realised that actually this was a really bad idea, and you needed to be protecting your skin. So, so that kind of temporary boom in the business was, was dying out. And basically, what people said to me is, "Look, manage this product. It's quite, you know, it's a good product. It's got makes good profits, but it will die. So we're kind of building in uh, it dying." Now, I was a product manager, I was very ambitious, and I only had a couple of products I was working on, and I thought, "Well, I've got to do something. How can I do this differently?" And I spent some time and got on very well with the, 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 a guy who was the, the, the doctor who used to look after all the regulatory things. He did all the clinical studies. He was also looked at research and development. And And I was talking to him about this one day, and he was talking about, actually, you know, let's go back and look at all the old clinicals. And he went back to old clinical studies dating back. And he found lots of studies around how this product sealed in moisture, how it, it really actually helped and was better than than perhaps more aesthetically pretty products like lotions and things and there was a claim in this clinical study which spoke about if you applied baby oil on top of wet skin it actually sealed in up to 10 times more moisture than if you perhaps applied a lotion and cream on dry skin and this was you know it's a very clumsy complicated statement but basically what it was saying is you could get much better moisturization by using water and applying baby oil so we actually did that we went out and and wrote some advertising which spoke about, you know, seals in more moisture and this made the product absolutely boom. I mean, it just absolutely took off. It was on a relatively small base and still today you will see in many countries around the world they are still running advertising nearly 20 years on which still talks about baby oil being better at sealing in and moisture. And of course they find new ways of telling the story, they've got they've improved the products, but basically what's really important is innovation and newness does not just have come from a product. The baby oil example uh, is, you know, this is a very old product. It had been around for a very long time. It's relatively uh, similar. There's not a lot of huge differentiation between perhaps private labels. You know, the quality of mineral oil is a different quality. It's obviously got the very unique fragrance in which is associated with the brand. But this completely revolutionized um, the brand. So it's really thinking about, you know, and that came through interrogating, not talking to the normal people. So in some ways even generic products could be harboring a fortune in untapped sales if you interrogate it. You know, how is this put together? Why do we do this? Why do we do it this way? There's a reason we do stuff this way and from that you can find new claims, new ideas and I think it's very important and it's, it's, you know, it's a huge opportunity particularly for product managers or marketing managers uh, within the business because you can basically find exciting new ways without having to spend an absolute fortune on uh, on creating new products. So the question, the challenge and the action for you today is to take a look at your product and say what is it that we do with this product that is different from the competition and talk to people who really understand the products, who formulated the product, who make the product, who do the product and try and find something Within the way the product's put together, the way it's made, or the way that's delivered, that is different. But basically, make interrogation a key, key part of your innovation strategy. That was the Marketing Unleashed podcast insights, analysis, and practical advice on all things marketing. Please visit my site at www.garybenbridge.com for more. While there, subscribe to the newsletter, follow me on Twitter. And join the Facebook page. And next time you're on iTunes, I would really appreciate it if you could rate and comment on the podcast. So until next time, here's to great marketing.